Hello, this is Shubhang from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 21st of November. The first video of 41 workers trapped inside Uttarkashi's Silkyara tunnel was released by the authorities today. An endoscopic camera sent in through a 6-inch food pipeline showed workers in yellow and white vest and helmets standing inside the tunnel. They could also be seen receiving food items delivered through the pipeline and engaging in conversation with the rescue teams. It was the 10th day of the rescue operation to bring the workers out of the tunnel. Earlier, the rescue team pushed a 6-inch wide pipeline through the rubbles of the collapsed tunnel to supply larger quantities of food and other essentials to the workers. The National Highways and Infrastructure Development Corporation Limited director Anshu Khalko called it the first breakthrough. He said and I quote, "We have sent the pipe 53 meters to the other side of the rubble and the trapped workers can hear and experience us." unquote. While the earlier 4-inch tube was being used to supply food like dry fruits and medicines, the new pipeline will allow food items like roti and sabzi to be sent to the workers. The family of the workers said their hope was restored after watching the video. Reports said the workers were taking frequent walks, regularly communicating with loved ones and relieving themselves at a demarcated area to keep themselves going physically and mentally. The Supreme Court today ordered the Delhi government to pay its share of rupees 415 crores in the Delhi Meerut Regional Rapid Transit System or RRTS project by the 28th November. The court said if the Aam Aadmi Party government failed to transfer the money to the authorities, the sum will be redirected from its advertisement budget. In July, the Supreme Court had given the Delhi government 2 months to clear the dues for the RRTS. The court said and I quote Why has the Delhi government not complied with the court's orders? We will stay your advertising budget. We will attach it and take it here. If such national projects are affected and if money is being spent on advertisement, we would be inclined to ask the money to be directed to the infrastructure." Unquote. The court said it would keep the order in abeyance for a week. Citing its April order, the top court also pointed out that the Delhi government failed to comply with its directions to pay the balance amount promptly. The court also asked the Delhi government to not go back and forth on the subject. Meanwhile, the Aam Aadmi Party government said it would make budgetary allocations towards the RRTS project. Listeners, as per an RTI response received by News Laundry, the Press Information Bureau headquarters in New Delhi commissioned 58 articles related to the G20 to be published in 315 newspapers across the country. These included small newspapers in Manipur, Kashmir and Sikkim. All these commissioned pieces were written by government officials or union ministers. They highlighted the government schemes that align with the G20's goals, praised Modi and explained the significance of India's G20 presidency. To know more about PIB's media campaign, check out my colleague Tanishka's piece on the News Laundry website. We are able to bring you our reports and interviews only because you've got our back. Head on to newslaundry.com and pick a contribution amount of your choice. We are stronger together and we are even stronger with you. Prime Minister Narendra Modi today slammed the incumbent Ashok Gehlot-led Congress government in Rajasthan over the alleged paper leak scam. Addressing a rally in Kota, the Prime Minister said that he guarantees action against those involved in the paper leaks if the BJP forms a government in the state. He said and I quote 
Congress party has destroyed the dreams of the youth repeatedly in the last 5 years. Congress sold papers for all exams. I want to assure you the one involved in the paper leak will be sent behind bars. This is the guarantee of Modi." Unquote. The PM also alleged that rallies by the banned Popular Front of India PFI were being held openly in Rajasthan with the state's sanction. He said these rallies were being carried out in full police protection. The PFI was banned by the center in September last year over its alleged links with terror activities and association with global terrorist organizations like ISIS. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will not participate in the virtual summit of the BRICS Plus today. The summit is focused on discussing the Israel-Hamas conflict. Officials have confirmed that External Affairs Minister S Jay Shankar will attend the event on behalf of India. The decision was attributed to PM Modi's prior commitments including campaigning for the ongoing state assembly elections in Rajasthan. However, it also suggests India's discomfort with discussions critical of Israel's action in Gaza. India's stance aligning more closely with the US and western countries involves not explicitly demanding a ceasefire by Israeli forces. India abstained from the UN General Assembly vote on a resolution calling for a ceasefire. Contrary to the consensus among the other BRICS plus members, Chinese President Xi Jinping, Russian President Vladimir Putin and Brazilian President Lula da Silva are expected to participate in the summit along with UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres. The joint meeting on the Middle East situation in Gaza will be hosted by South African President Cyril Ramaphosa to formulate a common response and adopt a joint statement regarding the conflict which has been ongoing for over 6 weeks now. This will be the first BRICS meeting since the summit in August that led to the group's expansion. Leaders from Saudi Arabia, Argentina, Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran and the United Arab Emirates are also slated to attend the gathering. These countries are set to join the BRICS group in January in the coming year. At least 12 people were killed and dozens injured in a fresh attack at Indonesian hospital in the northern part of Gaza. as per the Hamas health ministry thousands of patients and displaced people have been sheltering in the hospital for weeks the fresh offensive came as 28 premature babies were being evacuated from Al Shifa another hospital in Gaza city the hospital was raided by the israeli military earlier based on the claim that Hamas has been using the complex as a key military base like all other health facilities in the northern half of Gaza The Indonesian hospital has largely ceased operations but is still sheltering patients, staff and displaced residents. Meanwhile, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu reiterated his commitment to secure the release of the Israeli people held hostage by Hamas. Netanyahu met with their family members. Both Israel and Hamas officials indicated a potential truce deal to release dozens of hostages from Gaza. However, no timeline has been announced either on the release of hostages or the final completion of the deal that's all the news we have for you today have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow news laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers we don't run on corporate or government ads you too can be part of changing the news model go to newslaundry.com/subscription Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.